Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Uh, before we get into tonight's episode, I do want to remind all you sexy people out there that we are on that social media at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Reach out to us. If we've covered one of your kinks, uh, let us know how we did. Add to the conversation. We absolutely love talking to listeners, so reach out to us. I'm your host, uh, John Dondero, and with me, as always, the marvelously stunning, the always elusive, the kind of mysterious Mr. Shep. Good evening. And a woman uh, that we couldn't do this podcast without, and uh, her voice is just, it brings so much to the table. I mean, under the table, Miss Rebecca. Hello. Your voice gives me a boner. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> How are y'all doing this week? We're good. I'm good. How are you, John? <laughs> well, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for season three. Boom, boom. We're in. Yay, we're season. here. Yay. Woo. I mean, we really haven't had a break since last season, but it's okay because one will. It will is, is what season. it is. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. It's all good. So I wanted to start the season off fresh. No puns. Just go right into the kink. Because I feel like we are about to uh, tread into some ground that's going to have so many puns that our audience may not actually be able to handle it. Do you guys know what we're talking about tonight? Mm, Bimbification? Bimbification! This is actually a really fun one. And a kink that I didn't know that much about, like outside of like what you assume it is and then learned so much more. So bimbofication is the transformation into being a bimbo and people who don't know what a bimbo is. It's very, uh, lofty, loose, uh, almost, uh, very brainless kind of like promiscuous woman. And I think the best so you yes 100% <laughs> yes yes so I mean, he does um, make a pretty pretty princess occasionally yeah this is actually a pretty uh, the description is pretty standard issue but the reasons behind it have you guys ever heard of this I actually have not I mean I've been called a bimbo a time or two but I have not heard of this as a kink or a fetish so i am Wait, very somebody interested somebody called you to... a bimbo in a negative way y- yeah yeah why those are great well i mean you know i'm a female that's good looking and you know i mean that seems uh, to be the seems to be the go-to insult other than a bitch so you know just call I, me a bimbo i was bimbo an insult. Anybody... that's like that turns me on like, oh bimbo hey yeah also if somebody <laughs> calls somebody a bimbo i'm gonna look at them and go uh the 1980s 50s 60s every generation except now called and they want their lame ass insult back because right. bimbo bimbo doesn't really strike me as like, right yeah i Wasn't feel like there... my grandfather would call somebody a bimbo <laughs> right <And I'll... laughs> Also, wasn't there a slight variation of it, but means the same things like bimbo and then bim- bimbes? I've heard. I think bimbes. I've heard that word. Bimbes. I've not heard that one. Yeah. But this um, is not just 
being a bimbo. This is not a fetish for bimbos. This is actually a transformation fetish where somebody be, brings out their inner bimbo, uh, where they are, you know, average by day, mm. highly intelligent, uh, unpromiscuous, very vanilla, uh, maybe even modest person that transforms into your stereotypical bimbo of the flighty um dumb woman who just wants to have wild sex almost like the I mean I'm a flighty woman who just wants to have sex I mean it does it does that make me a bimbo <laughs> does that I actually make so. me a bimbo and then Honestly, does that in turn okay. make bimbo a bad thing right no, it does not. Yeah, I. that's why I never got it as an insult. Like, when somebody calls somebody a slut, I'd be like, you're telling me I get laid a lot? Thanks. Cool. I am proud of the fact that I can get laid. Are you mad that you can't? You mad? Yes, they are. You mad? Yeah. You mad, bro? This sounds like another tale, though, of transformation. You know, a um, in certain series of movies, it's, it's portrayed as the you know the the incompetent and uh, timid and heavily controlled secretary of someone that then goes through a transformation and dons a lot of black leather. The mask with Jim Carrey. No, well, I mean, you can go with that too. But because you're saying smoking. <laughs> oh wait, that was last season. My bad. The backstory <laughs> of Catwoman. Yeah, you're quite right. Um... But I don't know. She was very intelligent. Like after she transformed, she was um, still intelligent. Um, one thing. Okay, so when I first went in this, I was like, okay, this is obviously a male-driven fantasy about having being with a bimbo. I was dead wrong. I was actually shocked to find that more women prefer this fetish than men. What do you mean? Okay, so. Let's 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 pull back some roots a little bit. Let's get down to the core of it. Miss Rebecca, you're a sub, correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what as as a sub? Give me your very basic definition of what a sub is. A Someone sub who... is submits, who is submissive, and they are com. Well, it depends on the sub. I mean, I guess like, yeah. But that um, follows orders. Like yeah, this yeah, is generally they, yeah somebody who submits. That's like a sub. That's a submissive. Someone who submits. Mm-hmm. And yeah. while you submit, you lose uh, probably a good deal of your exhibitions. Correct. Yes. For now, the most part. Imagine that. Yeah. Now imagine I am not typically a sub, but I won't. I want an excuse to not feel um, those inhibitions. I want yes. to just kind of melt away all, like, you know, my responsibility, and I'm just, I want to play dumb and get laid. Ah. Uh, have you ever, have you ever um, seen, uh, I think it was a 51st States, where yes. the guy, uh, makes the you know gets the girls these giant drinks turns out there's no alcohol in them 
Oh, but yeah. Because they're thinking they're drinking alcohol, they lower their inhibitions and feel mm-hmm. comfortable and safe. That right there is a the scenario of what a bimbo is. It is, in mm-hmm. its core, I just want to be fun. I want to role play somebody who doesn't have So it's a form of role play. Absolutely. This is this is mm. absolutely a form of role play. Most people who participate in especially females, most females who really get off on the Spanish are you typically highly intelligent. Uh they are assertive in their life. They are in control most every aspect, much like a sub. You know, you are a type <laughs> A, you you are in control, you are very intelligent. Yes. And most I, of the people I can see the appeal of that because as as somebody who is very alpha in their everyday life, very assertive, very take charge, I it and I somebody actually posed this question to me the other day. It's like, could you be a dom if you wanted to? I'm like, well, yeah. Like I I per, I'm naturally aggressive. I'm naturally a decision maker, but I like the letting go. And I I guess I can like I guess I can see where some people who don't want to go to the full extent of being a sub, which there's a lot of things that go into that. It's very involved for some for in some aspects. Being a bimbo is just a, you know, sub light. Well, let me be cute and perky and pretty and not make any choices. And, you know, that's sub light, I guess. <laughs> you know, it absolutely is. Now, one aspect of this, though, that we're I think we're overlooking is. The sheer word, bimbo. How did that oh, come no, to I'm, be? I'm, it's such a unique word, right? I was absolutely going to get to that. Well, uh, I mean, I can I can dive into that one a little bit if you'd like. Go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then we'll come back to what was the core of it. Okay. And because this is one of those little fascinating words that actually did a gender jump. Because. This was originally a male word. And it actually was, was here. I think it derived from the Italian word for baby boy. I'm a baby boy. I'm a baby boy. Bambino, right? Bambino? Bambino. Yeah. Bambino and then bimbo. And then I think it was used kind of to describe early bullies and stuff like that. And then miraculously on Broadway due to a song gender flipped and then in the song it referred to a voluptuous woman instead do you have a year for that? um 19 20s or 30s I think (laughs) okay so yeah early early central about a a century ago yeah Mm -hmm. I'm not good with my dates and times, you know. Oh, no, you're fine. I, I, I was like, asking um, for an exact date, but like general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was what? My Little Bimbo on Bamboo Island. Oh, all right. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go look up that song. Was it a yeah. um, show, I think. But, you know, yeah. not to be left out, even though it's not mentioned here. I, I bet you if we could we could actually flip this um, or include it in this same fetish because the bimbo is very female gender specific as you said 
So they came up with the flip side of that, the the himbo for the males. I have heard about the himbo. I've heard the himbo, like the, the himbo. big muscular guys that like yep. have no, who who seem not very intellectually. So driven. we're talking about Jersey boys. <laughs> Yes. Chris Hellsworth yes. played that character in the female Ghostbusters. Oh yes. Oh my god, That's yes. Did, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Now we got some now we got some deep rooted topics, deep rooted info there. Yeah. So, uh but at the very core, yeah, this is hundred percent role play. This is not the attraction to bimbos, because I mean I'm sorry, who's not attracted to a bimbo? Uh a flighty hot chick who's just like I just want to fuck um now I know that's not everyone's cup of tea but what for the most part really are there really guys like I mean maybe maybe it's because I'm not like I don't even like are there really guys who who are very much into that are there people that are really into that uh me until I was 30 oh fair okay yeah (laughs) Uh, like I said, uh, growing up, not wanting to be in a relationship and not doing a lot of relationship stuff, you know, in my younger days, I didn't care about intelligence. I was just, you know, I didn't lie about it. I was just like, I'm, I want to sexually explore and find out all my things. And there's something very attractive about somebody who, um, I don't want to say submits, but like, like you described, like is just carefree when it comes to like I'm gorgeous I don't need to know things I'm pretty or knows what they want and just is open and free mm-hmm. about it <laughs> yeah because at no point in time does a bimbo submit no they'll all tell no, you they don't. no thank you yeah. <laughs> uh, trust me been there done that mm. no thank you that finger up no thank you Yes, be uh, careful of the finger. They're quick with it. No, oh, thank you. And like I said, when, when researching this, you know, I was like, well, of course people are attracted to bimbos. Um, but this is not about the bimbo itself, but the transformation in there and role playing. And I think that's why a lot of men enjoy it as well, because, yes, I don't want a partner that is dumb. I don't want a partner that's unintelligent, can't have conversations, just won't weird sex all the time it doesn't really form emotional connections but it's really hot to role play that meet at a bar yeah you know Mm -hmm. with your partner and you pretend you don't know each other and you're flighty and and you're just like you're cute let's just go do things and that whole (laughs) system of role play is very attractive i mean it's it's what you call the guilt-free because especially if you're in a if you're in a relationship, yeah, it's guilt-free. But if you're pretending you don't know each other and you're just being flighty, kind of slutty about it. I'm always slutty about it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but that's, I mean... where the, that's where the kind of the role play comes in. Of, gotcha. You know, pretending you're not there. And I I dig the shit out of that. 100%. Um. <clears throat> Now, uh, another side of this topic is, uh, do you guys remember back when we covered sissification? Yes. Yeah, about a male transforming into a female. Nine times, uh, not nine, nine, nine times out of ten, because that's a statistic, but a lot of times. 
also enjoy the whole um, bimbo aspect of it. The innocent, <laughs> but, you know, oh no, not innocent, but naive, yet uh, sexually charged individuals. Uh, we know a resident femboy who often acts like this while they're dressed. And we all <laughs> we know do. what we're talking about. Very strong we, member we of do. the ESPN yes. crew who uh, is known for being a femboy, but they portray bimbo-esque everything is an innuendo. Oh, I love them. Everything is an innuendo and it's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's that's essentially what a bimbo is. It's just like uh, Todd from Scrubs. You guys ever seen the show Todd from Scrubs? Banana high Hammock. Five. Yeah, high five. Banana Hammock, yeah. He was... Oh, wow. Everything was an innuendo. That's kind of like the bimbo lifestyle where it's like, I'm a girl and uh, I'm going to make peen jokes for the next 10 hours. Yeah, and I can almost see... Um... I mean, male or women, honestly, but in this case, more focused on the females, um, much like Rebecca, who is, you know, forced to be in control on the schedules have all the answers and everything else, you know, in the, in life to where you can literally be so carefree where it's like, I don't have to have all the answers. I could just, I play the mimbo, you know, I don't have to have the answers. I don't have to act like the controlling person. I mean, I can almost see that as, as a little therapeutic escape in some ways, you know, so what you're saying well, is it's Rebecca when Rebecca has actual work to do, but we have to like live stream or podcast. <laughs> so she's just going to chime in for a peen joke and be like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I, I guess, in that, um, I actually had to play the bimbo in real life. So playing the bimbo sexually doesn't necessarily like that's because it was a survival oh, yeah. technique for me. We don't call it, but but in where I grew up, we don't call it bimbo. We called it Southern Stupid. It's like we could just like, oh, you're so sweet. Bless your heart. You're such a big you old strong man. I, oh, did. I, sure I did. No, I said sweetie sorry. a lot. Oh, sweetie. Sweet. Uh, so sweet. Yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole thing. <laughs> I get called hun and sweetie a lot at work. And I'm like, stop. Yes. I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do that to me. And they're like, it's all right. It's force <laughs> a habit. Just talking to people in public in a work setting. That's their go-to. Uh, mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it is a low conference. But, you know, and typically uh, the people who are into bimbos, have never experienced it. Remember, when we talk a lot of these fetishes, it's very different mm -hmm. from their life experiences. That's kind of what yeah. drew them to it. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have people who usually portray a lot homelier aspects, like very modest in their everyday mm -hmm. life, and they're and it's like they're overlooked. They typically will have this fetish because it's, you know, in their mind, bimbo is just woman who is just worshipped by men and I can absolutely see the appeal of it like I can absolutely see for as as a female and and somebody and and you're very much right where it's just like you can be flirty and you don't have the worry like if you are portraying that 
bimbo type character you're like you're flirty and you're cute and everything's like pretty and sparkly and sunshine and rainbows and you're not worried about trauma or your boss at work or the promotion or whatever or anything else you're just being cute and pretty and flirty and it's it's fun and I can see absolutely see the appeal of it and how that would lower a lot of especially you know the inhibitions of those people because then you're not worried about it you're not you're you're lifting that sort of care off your shoulders and allowing yourself to be a sexual being whereas in usually in your everyday life you're not allowing yourself to be that and so I can see where that is appealing and it's you know who doesn't want to feel pretty and flirty and sparkly every now and then like that's I can get that I, I can say I, I don't I don't know if I want to feel sparkly mm-hmm. you've never wanted to bimbo it up a little bit I don't know I mean sparkly you know, I just think twilight and I'm like oh you know you, but you never you've never been hung up the- on some twilight lately no he's so hung up on twilight there are he's other so- things that sparkle other than the vampires in that movie <laughs> There's so many other things to spark. I go for the worst case scenarios. Sorry. That's mm. not even the worst case scenario. Do you know what sparkles <laughs> more than worse than vampires? Glitter bombs. And then they're in you forever. I'm still glittery. <laughs> um why are they but, in you, John? I know. I'm like, wait, what? It <laughs> soaks into my pores and then I leak glitter for a year. Like, wait, didn't I you recently get bombed becomes, with glitter of I did, and I'm still glittery. <laughs> yeah, I got I got glitter bombed uh, by my girlfriend on a charity stream. Totally nailed me with it, and I'm very proud of her. I'm very happy about it, but I am covered in glitter. Anyway, but yeah, and the psychology behind it uh, with a fetish like this is um, just freedom. It's you are now in control. You are both the dom and the sub because you can bend people to your ways, but you're not actually have to do anything. It's mm-hmm. what I call, uh, what is it? The, dom and sub sounds like a lot of extra work. Mm-mm. You are the <laughs> dominant because you are in control of the situation actively, but mm-hmm. you're the sub because you can just do whatever you want. Like they're not doing stuff for you. They're you're gonna, you're gonna let them do all the things to them, to, to you that you want. So it is very much like uh, what is it? Uh, sub position, dom position, not even switch position. It's uh, true neutral, chaotic Full position. Neutral. <laughs> <laughs> they're the creamy and, feeling. The creamy feeling, and I love mm-hmm. it. It's just, this is probably one of the funnest versions of role play that you can have mm-hmm. because it is it's flightly and dumb and you know most people who do it will go back and think of the cocktail waitress or like mm. 1920s that oh you and very southern stupid and and yeah, their flapper almost, dresses and stuff not even that i'm thinking more uh roger rabbit jessica Simpson uh, or jessica rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> she's she's very uh breathy and I'm not and bad. I've just was drawn that way. <laughs> exactly. Like so you have that very bimbo aspect. 
but you're also in control. And, but you have zero consequence to your actions because it's going to be fun. I love it. This, this is, this is one of those fetishes that going into it, I knew nothing. And now I want to know more. And I actually want to participate in this fetish. Like I, I would be into this. Mm-hmm. Mainly because yeah. it's not, not somebody who is just has no idea what's going on. Right. It's very Marilyn Monroe-esque, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I feel like you said Jessica Rabbit. Like, for me, the first person that comes to mind is Marilyn played a role, but she was actually very intelligent and she was very, you know, self-sufficient and she had all these underlying things but she played that sexy you know starlet really well mm -hmm. and i mean there, i mean there's so many characters that we in shadow i mean one of my biggest crushes is elvira mm. mm -hmm. i mean that is like the most gothic bimbo you will ever heard i mean i think at one point in time that was her marketing gothic bimbo and <laughs> But in reality, she was always very witty, very smart. Even even the betrayal of the character, Elvira, even though she was just, she always had a one-liner to go. She always has very mm -hmm. something. Even though she was loose, though. She was, like, sexually positive. And mm -hmm. I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. Like, it was very attractive because it's like, yeah, if I'm not on my, if I don't have my shit together, there's no way this is happening. Yep. She positively sexually charged me as well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I actually, one of the few pride, uh, proud autographs I have is hers. I went and met her, and she is probably one of the most uh, sweetest women you'll ever meet. We sat there and talked for a long while, and she was amazing. And still gorgeous. After all these years, mm -hmm. she's mm -hmm. still drop-dead gorgeous and a lesbian. I'm so proud she fi was finally able to come out. Mm -hmm. And... That's the downside of portraying a character for so long in public. Because you can't do stuff like that. And right. Which is, you know, the negative side of bimbification. You know, people take roleplay too far and they they assume. And you know what happens when you assume? You, you make an ass out of you. You become the persona that you create. <laughs> Hopefully several members of our audience went, and me. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I said you. You said and a Jew? That's what... No. No, Jews are great. I love them. Um, <clears throat> They make the best juice. We were talking about juicers, right? Yeah, we were. Yes, yes, we are talking okay. about juice. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the juice tiger, baby. Why does everybody hate the juice? Um, Because they wasted the too much that you really need to uh, keep track of when it comes to uh, things like this is uh, knowing that it's just role play. Don't take it outside. And when you're doing this stuff, you will encounter creeps and negative things like that. So always practice consent. And if you're talking to your partner, if this is something you're into and you're a male, talk to them about it. But you also need to make sure they know, you know that they appreciate them for who they are like this is absolutely role play in your eyes <laughs> and I, um oh, well i mean if it's not a personality like it is just a character it is not person i don't 
You know, I feel like anybody who's going to go that over the top, like they make the mistake, you know, the thinking that, oh, this is who she is. Well, what if that isn't? And then they get very shocked when it's not, you know? Absolutely. And women, uh, when doing this uh, thing, Elvira is a great example of when it goes too far. Don't let this become how you're not. Unless, I mean, unless that's what you want. Um, which case, you know, go nuts with it. But just be warned that, like, don't lose yourself to a role. Make sure you maintain who you are outside of that. And men, when someone's acting like a bimbo, don't assume that they are, in fact, a bimbo. That might just be how they get their rocks off. That said. <laughs> and it also uh, could be a himbo in disguise. A himbo. <laughs> Uh, which I'm I almost want okay. to do that sometime. I am Himbo. I'm Hambo. 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 So we have any. Okay. Um, yeah. Would this be a fetish that you guys would participate in? Yes, I would. Absolutely. I mean, there would be a certain limit on the level of airheadedness kind of allowed. Because. Oh, absolutely. Too much. And yeah, I would like. No, no, no. Just, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yes, want uh, somebody who I was afraid to watch them walk out in the rain and drown themselves. Um, but, but, but what? What? Like a turkey. <laughs> gobble gobble. What? Gobble gobble. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's bimbos. I, I think that was a very fun subject, and I enjoyed. That's not bimbos. That was bimbofication. Mm-hmm. Bimbofication. The transformation into a bimbo from going from smart, intelligent to, oh, that's another thing I want to talk to before we end that. Uh, some of the role play that comes with it. Uh, if you look back in our catalog, I think season one, we did transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, and with transformation, they went from like Beauty and the Beast, Jekyll and Hyde, a big part of this uh, fetish is absolutely on-site transformation. Like, I mean, Nutty Professor I style. I could do that. <laughs> you guys ever see, like, Nutty Professor where he goes from, like, you know, Sherman Clump to... Turn it on Jack like Cassidy a dime? No, yeah. I've never watched my Professor Nutting. Sorry. I've seen my Professor Nut a couple times. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's what he said, right? Nutting professor. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what I said. Okay. I said nutting no. professor. Wait, what? Uh, I'm sure that there is a porn for that. <laughs> um, oh, I'm absolutely sure there is. But probably one of the biggest proponents of this fetish is, in fact, watching the transformation, watching somebody before your eyes turn in from hyper intelligent, like neuroscientist to slutty bimbo who just wants to uh, pleasure you or be pleasured and that I think that's a lot to do with the male side of this fetish um, mm-hmm. and that's where you're gonna, and I didn't want to cover that a lot because we did we did an entire episode on transformation and we encourage you to go look, uh, listen to it because it does cover a lot of that but I did want to talk about it here because it is bimbification it is turning it from a from a uh, was a modest person to a bimbo and that's a lot of fun to watch mm-hmm. that said we need to find out what we're talking about next week the very, and we the very word itself 
jumped all the all the genders as it evolved as well. Oh, absolutely. Spin that beautiful bean footage wheel. Um. Now, for this one, I'm going to need uh for the next uh-huh. episode, I'm probably going to need our listeners' phone numbers. So if you could get on Twitter, uh, Twitch, I mean Twitter, Twitch. Instagram, Facebook, go ahead and send me your phone number because next week, and I'm we're, I'm going to release all of our phone numbers in the in the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and just release those out, uh, so we can get one on one with our say audience. It. Say it. I think I know what it is. Say it though. Say it. Yep, you say yeah. it. <laughs> Would you like me to text it to you? Is it is it sexting? Oh, it's sexting. It's phone sex and sexting. We're gonna cover both next week. Oh, nice. Do I have to speak into in sex phone operator voice the whole time? Absolutely. You absolutely. Those were some fun days. Just like that. Phone sexting. Yeah. I mean, I phone sext. I think we've all phone sexted. Mm, this is call now. <laughs> yeah. And not that way, not, but... a, lot, a lot of people go, well, phone sexting, that's sometimes a necessity for like long distance or those are adult away. phone actresses. And actors. <laughs> this is an actual fetish. People have fetishes for exactly this. People get yeah. off to this. So I'm very excited to get into the details and the psychology behind yeah. sex and sexting. Uh, that said, I am in fact your host, uh, John Undera, and with me as always, a woman who uh, we could probably never believe is full bimbo, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. And a man we kind of hope would, would one day turn to a bimbo, Mr. Ship. Good evening. Until next time. Oh, and maybe that's the bimbess. A bimbo, but it but it could also be the the mistress. So bimbo mistress, bimbess. Bimbestress. Bimbestress? Good night. <laughs> <laughs>